welcome to Scratch. I'm Kyle Evans from Echo Bloom. Every two weeks on Scratch, we document the birth of a new Echo Bloom song, each of which was written in an hour. I call them hour songs. I'll talk about where each song comes from, how it was written, how it was recorded, and what could change about it in the future. Think of it like a guided tour through a musician's audio sketchbook. It's messy, it's raw, some things work, and some things don't. Episode 2, Afghanistan. It's hard to write something that's truly contemporary. It takes time to reflect on a thing from a position that isn't just reactionary and have a perspective that's worth sharing. And after the writing, you have to execute the thing. So record it, edit it, send it out into the world. It's a big ask and it's rarely done well. The song Ohio by Neil Young and recorded by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young is one of the few examples I can think of. It was Rush released 10 days after the Kent State shootings. Apparently, Neil saw a picture in Life magazine, happened to be with the rest of the band, and they wrote and recorded the song within a matter of days. But ideas aren't always improved by thorough analysis. Brian Eno's Oblique Strategies has a card that I love that says, Honor thy error as a hidden intention, which is one of the things that I like about our songs. The Our Song canvas forces you to find expedient solutions to problems, and it forces you to accept, adapt, and ultimately to lean into the errors. I listened to the news of the fall of Kabul almost in a fugue state. Decades of history, billions of dollars were unwound in a matter of days. The New York Times' daily podcast interviewed somebody who was trying to determine how long it would be before the capital fell. The dread was just so present in her voice. As a woman, she feared for the world her and her family would be vaulted into when the takeover happened. And in her voice, I heard inevitability and frustration and terror. Then I watched the gif of the C-130 maneuvering down the Afghan runway loop again and again, people hanging onto the landing gear, falling like dolls when the plane took off. That's the gesture of the song. And when I saw that, I knew that's what I wanted to write about. A few days earlier, I was noodling on my acoustic and found the general feel of something. So I pulled out my iPhone, captured the basic idea. I didn't know what I was going to write to it yet, but I knew it could frame something special. That first doodle sounded like this. I like the vibe and I like the melody, 
It was a little samey, but I thought that might work if it was kind of a drony thing. So I kept the feel of that doodle in my head and returned to some of the stories I'd heard about people in Afghanistan and wrote three verses in an hour song session that fit the basic form. At the end of that, I had a kind of very rough draft that sounded like this. Seventy miles from the town left with was a song, but only kind of. I had some verses, and those verses had a mood, but the piece at large didn't have any of the contrast and form that gives songs shape. In short, it didn't have a chorus. So I thought about it a little more, gave it a few days, and returned after thinking a bit about the idea of a true belief, which is something that's always fascinated me. It's so compelling and so simple, and the moral purity removes any necessity of talking about the shades of gray that compose real life. I married that with the title of one of my favorite Dylan songs and the line in the chorus, and I pray the true believers don't have God on their side came out. That became the chorus, and then I knew I had a song. I'd love to make a piece of music that was equal parts music, storytelling, and journalism. And that's kind of where I started here. I took a few fundamental parts, rhythm, atmosphere, and used verite samples to create a bed. I started with a simple kick pulse and layered the sounds of marching deep underneath, and then a simple bass part on top, and then layered in news recordings of the Taliban taking over a weapons depot. I played with the reverb send to give the whole thing a little bit more space and came up with a nice instrumental bed to work with. I continue to use format filters on background vocals, but here I applied it a little differently than I did in the first hour song, Las Vegas. With this one, I applied a hard auto-tune and then a format on top of it, which created this digital chipmunk thing that's really interesting. I like the way that sat against the background. It created this interesting tension that felt cut from the same cloth as that instrumental backdrop we just heard. So, what would I change? I had an additional verse written that tried to pull a link between the people who rioted at the Capitol on January 6th and the Taliban. There is, at least at this point, daylight between the doctrines of the two groups. The three percenters, or oath keepers, or whoever, don't, as a matter of course, set off IEDs in the street. Tying them together seems like a cheap shot, for now. I reserve the right to change that in the future. 
So here's the final version of Afghanistan. If you like what you hear, there are all kinds of ways to support. The best thing you could possibly do for me is to send this to a friend or subscribe to our email list at echoboom.com scratch or give us a five-star review on iTunes or check out Echo Bloom's albums on Spotify, or maybe even all of the above. The best thing you could possibly do for you is to write something of your own. Doodle on a cocktail napkin, sing in the shower, just create and enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. Just a